Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to The Untamed Life. It's a freezing rainstorm up here in Toronto. I am coming to you this week from just the outskirts of Toronto, where I am having a bittersweet week. I am wrapping up um, my life, my life up here, really. I am closing down my home. Uh, I think I mentioned that in the last episode. This is the last, I'm on the tail end of that. And uh, yeah, bittersweet, lots of great memories here. It was beautiful to see some uh, clients in person, but really excited about just being grounded in one place and fully dropping into nourishing that and caring for that one primary home that we have in North Carolina. You know, anytime our attention is dispersed or we're trying to, <laughs> to hold like multiple things that maybe are not always in alignment for us, um, it could feel heavy, right? So there was still some elements of having a place up here that felt heavy for me. So whew, here we go. I'm releasing it in love. I'm closing this chapter. Very grateful for all my time in Canada and all of my Canadian listeners and all my friends. I'll still love you. I'll still be back, but I won't be um, living here anymore, <laughs> which is great. So I want to, I want to build off of the last two episodes actually. And I shared a story on the, my Facebook live actually the other day, and there was a lot of conversation in there. And then I had some private conversations that came in the back back through DMs and stuff. So I wanted to, to unpack that a little bit further. And this conversation is really for those of you, I mean, it's for anyone who feels like they're being called into the next season of their life, right? Like maybe you feel a calling on your heart. You have feel that stirring in your soul, like, okay, what's next? Maybe it's a new position. Maybe it's a new industry. Maybe it's a, a reinvention of your brand or you know, your company, working with a couple of people who are really reorganizing, God is reorganizing, recalibrating their entire organization, you know, lifting them up as leaders, like the next level of leadership, going into like even a deeper um, season of growth so that they can hold more. And so for those of you that are feeling this tension of like, okay, like my timeline is sort of up here where I can feel this the shift starting to happen and a reorganization and a desire to, to take the step. And also like, maybe like, oh gosh, what is that even going to look like? And maybe you've even been making attempts to, you know, grow the business or your whatever it is, product line or team or revenue or position. And you have been sort of pushing that a little bit on your agenda or having a lot of expectations to, okay, well, this is what I thought it was. And so we can get attached to our expectations of growth and then become really discouraged and halted when we don't get it or it doesn't quite pan out or there's a there's a pause right we're in the waiting period i always say like that's when god's got something better for us right and it's like that wasn't the thing 
there's something better coming, but we're like, ooh, we get attached to it being that one thing. And um, two stories. I'm going to start with this one. But as I was here, I was walking the other day in the woods and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As I'm closing down here, I mean, really like I am closing this place up in love. I am exiting in a really powerful, grounded, grateful position. And part of that was a position of thank you, Lord. Thank you, my God. Thank you, great spirit for unanswered prayers. Thank you for not giving me that thing I wanted when I wanted it, how I wanted it, where I wanted it (laughs) at the time that I was in. And even though I was praying for it and trying to do everything to make it work and convince that person, it just would not come together. And I was like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that unanswered prayer, because I know that my life would be so chaotic, so strangled, so much more tense and so much more out of alignment today. And by me not receiving in that moment, what was never meant for me in the first place, that is called God's protection and redirection. I was able to be positioned to prepare myself and then be positioned to receive, you know, a, the relationship of my dreams, which ended up being my husband, who is amazing because I was praying desperately for another relationship that I was in to turn into a marriage and come together and live together. And, you know, to the point that we ended up buying a house and 10 months later, we moved out and separated and it was not a pretty breakup. So what we force destroys, what we force, we break, what we force is really, really hard to keep going. And, you know, I just thank God so much that that just didn't work. It just did not work out. It wasn't meant for me. It was never meant for me. And deep down in my soul, I knew it. In the last session, in the last session, last podcast, I talked about like when you're out of alignment, like deep down in your bones and your soul, like your essence, your being, you know, whether something is for you or something is not for you. And yet our heads, man, you know, our heads get so staying attached to having to have it and having to have it now. And we get these ideas and, you know, we, we feel like the fear of not having it and needing it now to satiate ourselves. And it's crazy, but I thank God for that unanswered prayer because today, if if he would have answered my prayers, I would have been in a, a even more heartache and in a very difficult situation. Who knows what I'd be doing for work? Who knows where I would be living? Who knows? Right. But what ended up happening is I was able to sacrifice, (laughs) sacrifice, like give up that relationship. Okay, I'm giving it to you. I'm laying it down. This is not for me. I know you've got something better, right? And it it was a big act of courage to exit that relationship, especially the way I did. But, you know, he had something better for me. And that was the relationship I have today with my husband. It was a multiples increase, like a hundred X for like, I can't even imagine. Like, it's, it's just like so much better than anything I imagined where we live today is so lush and green and full of light. And, you know, just so much of what I was asking for in the past and so much more. That's the overflow I'm talking about you guys, right? It's like, we get what we desired, our soul desired, but we didn't get what we wanted in the moment because there was so much more waiting for us. And so where I live today, the environment, the home, like the vibe, the actual physical home is so much more. The relationship I have is so much more. The work I'm doing is so much more aligned. And in the past, I was like trying, I was praying and 
you know, trying to kind of like force prayers, you know, I was like asking and like, why isn't this happening? And I was praying in a lot of frustration. I was doing all these meditations and, you know, taking all these workshops and trying really hard. I was doing all the things, but nothing was locking into place sustainably. Things would work for a while and then they wouldn't. And the reason why I'm sharing this is that as I looked back this week and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for unanswered prayers. Thank you for giving, not giving me what I needed, what, what I wanted in that moment, but giving me exactly what I needed and protecting me and redirecting me and giving me another opportunity to set things right. You know, I, it started to get me into that alignment again that I'm talking, I was talking about last week. And to me, that alignment is really coming back to the way our soul is designed to operate, to work, to experience, you know, to serve the vision that we have over our life, the calling, the people we're supposed to work with, the work we're supposed to engage in. Like there is something that your soul is here for, right? And the more we're in alignment, I think that like we're more in our divine design, the way that God created us to be. And so of course there's more of an outpouring of blessings. So I'm recognizing this here. And then a couple weeks ago when I was in North Carolina still. And I was driving one day and as I was driving, I was like, wow, I just had this moment, this light bulb moment that was like, I just had a 400, I didn't just, I had a 400% increase in my business over the past two years, 400%. And I was like, wow. And that was 100% a byproduct of me handing the keys of my business over to God, over to the spirit, over to, instead of me having to lead it all and like do it the way the world was teaching me to do it and do it the way that everyone else, every book, everything else, really trusting, dropping in, honoring my God-given design, my soul, the, 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 the gifts, like everything that I was really longing for, designed for, like really doing it, I call it God's way, right? Which is the way he designed us uniquely. Ever since I handed my keys over, and this new brand came through and this new coaching programs have come through the events were running like, and the way I operate in my business, how much time I have open in my schedule or booked, like he, he's involved in every decision, right? It's like, I am in step with the Holy spirit co-creating, you know, checking in with my heart, checking in with my gut instincts, my intuition, which I believe is the Holy spirit, right? We got to be careful of that though. Cause our intuition can also get hijacked sometimes because we're tapping into that that third eye space, the ability to see in the spirit, right? In the supernatural and our intuition, um, intuitively, it, we are designed for it to be the Holy Spirit that is speaking to us, right? The life giver, the creator of our life. We get to also be aware that there's a lot of noise in the spiritual realm. It's, it feels different than our intuition, but off, oftentimes we can get them confused, right? We can be like, I feel this, my spirit leading me or the spirit leading me. And it's like the spirits are leading you. And there's a lot of conflicting um, noise, information, coming in advice right and so I, I just wanted to tap into that because a lot of times when there's some some noisiness in the atmosphere we think it's our intuition and then it's off that wasn't like the spirit of God it was spirits um and and we we get to discern more and more like what it, what was that right but as I started to tune in more and more and get to really hear that voice and listen to that voice and discern that voice and obey that voice within 
this is when things started to align even more. So it totally drops into the alignment conversation, but it was really me handing the keys over um, and saying, okay, I'm going to ride, <laughs> I'm going to ride shotgun now. I'm not going to have to be in the driver's seat all the time. And I'm not going to put everybody else in the driver's seat, meaning every other expert that I hire, I'm going to hire experts, of course, I'm going to hire amazing people to work with, and I'm going to receive what they say, and then I'm going to still drop in and bring it here and, and really check it in the spirit and say, is this an alignment? Is this a full yes, right? And, and that is the that is the North Star. That is what I obey. So I was driving and I was like, okay, wow, I have had a 400% increase in my business since handing over the keys. And I was like, that is amazing. And right in that moment, I saw this like 777 on the license plate in front of me. And if you guys know what that number means, it's like the divine number of completion, perfect order, right? It's like 777. And, and this number has been showing up in my life a lot. And I do believe in, in numbers and signs and wonders 100%. I believe that angels are always speaking to us. God is always speaking to us. And so it was just a little like being confirmation, like, yes, this is the way. This is the way, right? Not all those other ways that everybody else on the external was trying to tell you, but this is the way. And again, I want to be clear that it doesn't mean not adopting frameworks and not working with mentors. Like branding mentors or whatever, you know, financial mentors and coaches and all the things, it's really selecting our counsel even more wisely, making sure that we're congruent with our values, our core values, like our core values, you know, that that when we are in integrity with those and the people around us are aligned with them, like, it's like, not only are we in alignment, but it's like they add and amplify to that flow because now we're doing a check-in like, are the people that are my assistants and on my team, like, are we all working with the same flow here or are they actually throwing rocks in my river, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, just, it was that 777 and I was like, yeah, this is it. This, in, in that moment, I was like, whoa, if I was able to allow this much awesomeness, abundance, financial abundance, spaciousness, travel experiences, like Mark and I have both been able to give more and more financially, which has felt amazing. Um, how much more is possible when I continue to get out of the way? How much more will God do through me, in me and through me and around me if I allow him to step in even more and I keep yielding and I keep surrendering and I just keep letting him sort of guide the guide the ship. And this is so cool because it was like, yes, this is the way my love, this is the way. And it felt so complete and I felt so like whole and it was like full body. Yes. Those of you who work with me, you know, I always talk about like, is it a full body? Yes. Like everything in your your soul, your heart, your body, your mind. It's like full alignment. Yes. And um, I did a, I did a Facebook live about it and there was a lot of questions about it. And so questions like, how do you even do that? Like, what does that even look like? And, and there's a lot of things I want to share about this, but I want to go back to the moment that I actually made that decision to hand over the keys, right? There was a defining moment, which I'm not going to say that story because there's a lot of story tens in here, but there was a defining moment where I was like, okay, I am sick and tired of being on a puppet string to everyone else. I am sick and tired of having team members run my life. My clients run my schedule. My kids' opinions of me as a mother crush me or 
you know, make me feel on top of the world. I am just done with having everybody else hold the, the power, right? Over my energy, over my mood, over my ability to create. Because again, if everybody loved me and my staff was happy and my kids thought I was the best mom in the world and, you know, my love life was going great. Then I was like, yeah, I'm all, all, you know, I'm a creative machine. I can like create so many things. And then something would happen and it would just crush me. And it was like, boom, I would shut down and like nothing would come, you know, from me. I'm like, I'm done with those peaks and valleys. I'm done with doing things that feel out of integrity of our our alignment. And again, it's not anything major. There are things and strategies that actually work really well for certain people. They just weren't aligned to me. They didn't feel congruent to how I wanted to, to run my business, you know, how I wanted to run my teams, how the programs that I wanted to run. And so I hit this moment where I was like, you know, I'm done, but here's the thing. I also had this inner turmoil going on. And I want to talk about this because I think that there are some of you that are at this crossroads and you're still in this dance with the turmoil. And I want to say that what was holding me back was what I was holding on to. What was holding me back from going full on, fully in for the three or four or five years before that, which I went, I was in the struggle, like this tension for a good, at least two to three years where I knew that I knew that I knew that I wanted out. I wanted to change the name of the game. I wanted to shift my primary focus and in the work that I was doing, I wanted to change my relationship, my intimate relationship. I needed to shift something at home. And it, again, it parallels, right? It's not like it's just compartmentalized over here. Like I was in this place where I really knew, girl, it's time to upgrade. Like things are not, you need to level up, right? And you need to get really like into this next season. I like, I had outgrown things, but I was holding on. And I was holding on to the fear of losing, losing people, right? Losing clients, losing staff, losing my children, right? Because I was like their bestie. I was like their best friend. We didn't really have too many rules around here. It was like a free for all. I'm going to be honest. Like we had tons of fun together, but I've shared many, many times. Like we did not have a lot of structure, respect, boundaries, right? It was, it was like, we've always been super close. It was just time for like us to go deeper into our relationship and for the next layer to unfold. And I needed to implement some boundaries and I need to implement some deeper structure so that we can continue to, to really grow. And that hesitation really created a lot of, of pain and heartache in the end. You know, I, open some doors unconsciously and just kept entertaining things that I knew were out of integrity with my values, out of integrity with my souls, did not sit well with my spirit. I talk a lot about spiritual warfare. And there was just things that I allowed to enter into my home through social media, on the kids' phones, like that really took roots, right? And we got to be careful because these things, like we, we fall into these patterns of hesitating or sticking our head in the sand or pretending that everything's fine when we know that we know that we know that we know it is time to change things up. It's time to create either tighter structures or sometimes release some structures, right? It's time to set new boundaries, new standards. Like it's time to move and really decide what it gets to look like moving forward. And yeah, we're terrified of like, well, I don't, I don't want to like lose the thing I got going on, right? 
And so I say that, you know, <clears throat> I'm so grateful for the 400% increase. It really makes me think of, wow, if I would have started this <laughs> a little bit earlier, where would I be today, right? If I would have known what was possible. But I was holding on to that fear of losing right? Losing the love, losing the affection, losing the, being the favorite person, the favorite, you know, parent, the favorite friend, whatever. So much need from approval and significance and affirmation from other people. I mean, I'm a woman. It's, it's very relational. It's normal. Right. And, and fear of losing money, right. My provision, like I was the primary provider for my household. And I really looked at myself, like, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I got to take care of my kids financially. I had three that I was taking care of full time by myself financially, 100% of the time for over 10 years, well over 10 years with no outside assistance. And I was helping my mother financially. So there was just a lot of financial pressure on my shoulders too. the burden of being the sole breadwinner, I guess, or provider. So I was terrified of like, if I step out if I move into this new place with my career or really do what's on my heart, like, shoot, what I, I just, I, I knew what I knew, right? Like, where was this, where was this money going to come from? How, when, how, you know? And I was also holding on to losing an identity because I was known as whatever, right? Like this small business owner in this community. And I was known as this athlete that was like, really fit. And I, I was known as, and I had so many roles that I was already so entrenched in. And again, I talk about this a lot, but it's really important to be like, what are we afraid of losing? Because it really robs us of everything we're about to gain. And if I could have started to ask myself a better question, I would have been asking, what do I have to gain? right? By, by changing this, by upgrading this, right? Upgrading my clientele, right? Shifting the where my money's coming from, right? It frees me up. It gives me location freedom. Yay. I love that now, right? What is this new identity that I'm excited about embodying and revealing more of to the world? Well, we just, again, entertain too much of the spirit of fear of losing. The second thing that was limiting me was the fear of the future, right? The fear of letting go or losing what was so comfortable and familiar of the past, even though I knew I didn't really want to keep it that way anymore. It was now like irritating me big time and causing me a lot of like angst. And I was constantly dreaming about getting out of it. But also what was limiting me was that fear of the future, right? Like, well, where will all my clientele come from? Like where, you know, where is the new team members going to come from? And how is it all going to come together? And how is the structure going to work? And how, how, how am I going to hit my first six figures or, you know, multiple six figures? And when, and when is this going to happen? And all the where, how, when, where, how, when. This is the this is the game, you guys, that we get entrapped in, right? And these are not the questions for us to answer because where I'm sitting now on the other side, I know that those are the questions that I bring to the spirit. It's not for me to know, like the how always reveals itself organically in the process. I can set a loose how, right? But I'm not attached to it. I'm open to it shifting. It's like a a piece of clay, you know, it's, it's changing in motion. It's alive. It's living. The where will come to like, I'm really tuned into like where I feel most aligned, where I'm called to move, you know, what is calling me right. Instead of like, where, 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 where are the people in this frantically searching for things instead of moving into the space or being available in certain spaces, right? And when is obviously our addiction to our own timeline, right? 
So I wanted to share those two things that were really preventing me from embodying this lifestyle earlier, saying yes to this lifestyle. Like they were just keeping me, the spirit of fear keeps you stuck. Like literally it's just like I was in a loop. I just felt like I was in this loop, 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 loop. And I could not get out of it because I was entertaining this spirit of fear, right? I was terrified of letting go and losing these things. And at the same time, I did, I, I needed to know more details about the future. I was out of, I was out of trust. I was out of trust. And I want to bring this conversation up because I've been talking a lot about the spirit of fear with many of my clients and in my groups. And I want to say this, that we can say like, oh, it's just feelings and it's just mindset work. And you can do affirmations and say mantras and read scriptures and all this stuff, right? And be more positive and look at Instagram memes and motivational videos and listen to good podcasts. But here's the difference. Like if things are not shifting after you do that, right? Let's say you say, say your mantras, you do workouts, you are reading all the positive things. And it's almost as if something has a hold of you. Like it's just gripping onto you. You're in its grip. Then I would invite you to consider, is it possible that I have made a spiritual agreement bond with something that has got a hold on me? And we don't do this consciously. Nobody's like, hi, ho, can you chain me up? Like, no, we don't do that, right? And I'm all about taking action. Look, I'm all like very actionable. I'm always, you know, I just got back from a workout right now. I wake up, I do my workout. I have very, very solid practices in place. I take a lot of action. I inspire my clients to take action. I hold them accountable to their actions. And at the same time, we have to understand the name of the game. Some things you can just act and it mobilizes things and it changes the game. Other times you take action, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You just keep hitting a wall and it's like something's got a grip on you. I really invite you to tune in, pay attention. Is it possible that this is a spiritual um, entanglement, a spiritual bondage that's keeping you chained, stuck, right? I want to talk about the spirit of fear because fear is the exact opposite of being in peace. When you're in fear, you're in the exact opposite state of being in peace, right? At peace, at ease. You're also in the exact opposite of love. If love is God, if love is the spirit, love just is. The absence of love is terrifying, is darkness. Love is light. The absence of light is darkness. The absence of love is isolation and alienation. The thing that most people are so terrified of, right? The opposite of ease and peace, which is God, is fear anxiousness. And so when we look at like, I cannot entertain both simultaneously, we can feel we can feel fear in the atmosphere, right? Thoughts, we can sense thoughts coming up, rising to the surface, we can hear the chatter in our heads. When we listen to the voices, and we entertain the thoughts, and we meditate on those thoughts, like, oh my gosh, you're not gonna, your clients are gonna leave, you're gonna lose money, look at your cash flow, look at da 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 da, right? When we entertain the thoughts, it entertains the spirit that sent the thought, the consciousness that sends the thought, the consciousness of fear is, is in the collective, right? We entertain that energetic state, that energetic being, that spiritual root. And so we can feel fear in the atmosphere, we can observe it, we can see it, you can smell it, dogs can smell it. 
right? The question is, will you entertain it? Will you invite it in? Will you let it take you over? And this is the work my loves, right? Because there's a moment, like there's a healthy fear that is God-given, by the way, not all fear is bad. There, it's there to redirect it, such as like running in the woods and like all of a sudden you feel this thing wash over you and it's like that instinctual thing that's like something's in the corner there, right? There's an animal or something and go the opposite direction or you're driving in the city and you're like, turn right. And then there's a, you find out there was an accident, right? There's this like, shoot, this moment, instantaneous sort of like uneasiness that we feel in our spirit that rattles us and and wakes us up to warn us that we are out of step out of step with the spirit we're walking into dangerous territory or something has entered into our home perhaps right something has entered into our children's atmosphere and you know the senses, like that mother sense or the father sense. It's like, I just sense something is off, something is wrong. And it's a different type of fear. That's not a fear that's like, it's engulfing you. It's a fear that mobilizes you to take action. I want to say that again, This the fear of God, I believe the fear of God, the fear is like, is that he's bringing this awareness into our spirit that gives us a restlessness, uh, an unease in our in our spirit that mobilizes us to take action, to move, to do something, to get out of the way, to remove something, to pluck something out. It's different than the fear, the spirit of fear that is the absence of God that paralyzes us, freezes us dead in our tracks, binds us up, makes us feel heavy, dark, empty, alone, and literally engulfs us with guilt or some sort of sense that like we're being punished, okay? And this is the thing that I want to say, like this, this spirit of fear will often put this idea in our mind that somehow we're being punished, right? Like, and again, this is part of this crazy religious programming and the religious spirit. The spirit of fear often partners with the spirit of religion, not the spirit of God, the spirit of religion, which is an institution, okay? which is keeping people locked up in an institutionalized dogmatic system where God is kind of like all hell, fire, damnation. He's the punisher. You better watch out. You know, you better do everything right or else you're going to hell. Like that is not, that is not love. <laughs> that is not the message of, of love. That is not freedom. That is the opposite of it. And that is a spirit of fear distorting right? Distorting the message, distorting, it's like a veil of distortion and turning the fear on and against God and against ourselves. So we've got to be really discerning um, about like, what am I afraid of, right? Am I afraid of the future? Well, now I'm out of trust, right? I'm not trusting the promises, the blessings, the vision that I've been given, right? If you've been given a dream, if you've been given a vision, if you've been given like an idea that is like, again, a business idea or something. It's like, I really do believe that those are straight direct messages from the heavens that are like, look, this is already, the path is already done for you. Like you can opt in or you can opt out. Would you like to launch this business? Would you like to form this partnership? Would you like to buy this real estate investment? Like, would you like to go build this village or build this school? And these arrows, these assignments basically are being shot down from the heavens. It's not down from the heavens because Heaven, heaven is here, but they're being always delivered out and really to whoever is open. It's like, well, you receive the assignment, right? So again, 
this is why we get an idea and sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, I had that same idea. Or we have a vision. And then we see like, I've had a vision of like opening this energy lab for years. And now I'm seeing these sort of different concepts that are around. It's like, oh my gosh, I had that idea a few years ago. It was really strong at the time. I didn't move on it. I'm building one now in my house. But what's interesting is like, it's almost like who will accept the assignment or chosen Right. And ultimately, I believe it's, if it's for us, it does circle back and there's always another iteration of it. But are we open or will we be engulfed by fear and doubt and mistrust? Right. And we're out of faith. We're out of trust. We're enslaved to the current circumstances and everything that we can see in the moment, which is like, shit, I need this money now. I need these clients now. I need this uh, corporate deal now. I need my kids to like me now. I need my husband or wife to, to agree with me now so that we don't have conflict and everything is just like, I need to feel better now. I need to feel secure now. And while we create everything in the now, it's a deeper type of presence that is connected to the moment fully dropping out of this superficial game of what's happening at the surface and really dropping into your heart to recognize like, okay, everything that is that I decide, every action I make, everything right now, if it's incongruent, if it's incongruency or in alignment with what I see about the future, what I know about the future, with the vision I have about the future, with the promises I know that God has spoken in my heart over my life for my children, I will get into more and more alignment, right? So I want to I want to wrap that up today because I wanted to to share that you know I thought it was so cool and so exciting to have that revelation to be like, whoa, you know, I'm not a person that really looks at my numbers a ton anymore. I gotta be honest, like I set. I set like a vision, like, okay, it'd be amazing to bring in this much revenue or more, but I'm really focused on the mission and the service. And really like, I know that if my heart's in the right place and I'm a good steward of the resources, the financial resources that come into my life and the relationships and everything else, it will continue to multiply, right? The, 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 the goals that I used to write down now are just sort of evidence that I'm in the right pathway, that I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. And I'm always open. I'm not attached to them coming at a specific time. But I wanted to share this story that, you know, wow, if we can look back over our life and be like, when have we really been blessed? When have things really multiplied in our, our lives? And how much were we afraid of losing in that moment? How much were you afraid of the future, right? You probably were. You were connected to the vision. You were connected to the promise. You knew in your heart and your soul that it was done. And it was not a question of if, it was just like a question of like, okay, this is already done. Like this is happening. <laughs> like I know that it already is. And now I'm just preparing for it. Right. And that's it. And it's easy to do with simple things like maybe losing weight for someone or, you know, running a 5k race or maybe launching a product or whatever the thing is. But as we become stretched and the vision gets bigger and the assignment feels a little bit more scary and exciting and is stretching us, that that old fear can come up right and and i do believe that you know the the enemy's whispers you know are always like these suggestions that are trying to keep us rob us from the blessing and so i am really excited about moving more and more into the space of even more alignment even more flow even more peace ease right and ease about how i operate in my business how i operate in my um, relationships with love being the center of it all and by the way, love doesn't mean everybody gets what they want, when they want it, how they want it. It doesn't mean people pleasing. It means that doing the loving thing, right? Saying, speaking from a place of love, right? And letting love be sort of the, the, the North Star while also creating amazing structures in place to hold the integrity 
of this vision together, hold the integrity of it together. If we entertain a spirit of fear, we usually compromise our values. We don't trust in the in the unknown, right? We're questioning our decisions nonstop. Well, is that the right one? I don't know. It's like buyer's remorse. We don't hold boundaries, right? We say one thing, but then we're easily swayed. People know, oh, well, you can just talk her out of it. You can like, it's okay. We'll win him over. We'll win her over. Or maybe we have an avoidant personality even, you know? But we've got to get clear about like, am I, am I showcasing any of these behaviors, right? These symptoms. And as you are feeling this, this tension on your heart, this pull to move into this next thing, this exciting vision, whatever it is for you. For me, I'm looking at a picture of the jungle right now on my desktop. I'm like, I am getting a place in the jungle. Like I am ready to receive a beautiful home in the mountains that I can also take clients to and run retreats at and like just play with my kids and have fun and go hiking and be in the waterfalls. And it's like my playground and I'm going to share with everybody that I love and what's in my life. Like, that's it. Like I love to play and I love it when people play together. So I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, okay, cool. So like, you know, that's done. Like if I know that it's done, how do I just get out of the way? Right. Anywhere that I'm bottlenecking that, let me just get out of the way and be open and really follow where I'm being directed next. And so, yes, there's still like a a vision. Yes, there's still a plan of action. I'm not just like, okay, what are we doing today? There is still a plan of action. However, everything is sort of checked, right? It's like, does it run through the filter, right? Um, I hope that this was helpful today. I think that this is such a powerful conversation and I'm excited to have it with more and more of you, especially those of you who are running organizations, leading teams, leading businesses. I have a real heart for this right now because I just know that if you can role model this and people feel your energy and the way that you're leading different and the ease that you have, it's like a huge weight off of their shoulders as well, a huge sigh of relief that's like, wow, we can do it different. And so much more can be done you know, by us doing it different, we can co-create this thing. It can be way easier than we're making it. It can be way less complicated, right? And we can honor, you know, staying in integrity and other people staying in integrity instead of like all this obligation and committing to things that are not for us and putting people in the wrong roles because we're scrambling just to get put out of fire. We really start to slow down and, and ask better questions like, is this a full yes? Does this support the overall mission? Are these people the right people for these roles? Are they aligned not only in the vision, but in the values and also in their gifting, right? We start to say like everything goes, runs through these filters of like, it is a full yes. These people, these products, these ideas, these systems, they're all creating more flow and no force. So that's exciting. And of course, they're they're designed hopefully on kingdom principles, which is what I'm all about because I have just seen such such beauty in that, like, wow, you know, he God is the ultimate architect. <laughs> He did a pretty good job with earth and and the oceans and the birds and how like there's perfect order. So I'll I'll trust him as being the ultimate architect, the ultimate strategist. I want him on my team, honestly, the ultimate engineer and the ultimate source of all resources. And so why would I want to limit 
by saying, I've got to figure it all out myself and I've got to find all the resources. It's like, no, I'm open. Like team number one is the ultimate architect, the ultimate source, the ultimate one who already knows that this is complete, knows the way, knows the perfect resources, the perfect teammates, the perfect clients, like it already knows and already knows the ripple effect that it will create. Like how cool is it to be in that state running your business, you know, operating in all cylinders that way, right? So everything in your life gets to be run through these filters. All right, so here's what I'm doing. Something fun, right? Okay, I'm doing this with a couple of my private clients. So I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, I am offering right now three high-level strategy sessions with three leaders. And we're gonna drop the link to the questionnaire below to get on a call with me. Um, this I'm only going to offer three. So once they're gone, um, we select these people the first week of March. So by the time this rolls out, you know, download this, get it. Um, if, if it's not this time, I probably will roll out again. So make sure that you fill out the application if this is something that you want to learn more about. I will be giving three complimentary strategy sessions out um, to do a recalibration session, a strategy session with you to see, okay, what is an integrity? What is in alignment? And what are the pieces that are <clears throat> chunking up the flow, right? Almost like an energetic assessment of where you are in your business, your team, your systems, like all of that. I think this is such a powerful thing when we can really tap in um, from the energetic, the spiritual, and also the physical, right? All are very present. So if that is something that you're interested in, we're going to drop the link below. Once those are done, there will be a flat fee to do those, which we'll post as well. If that's something that you want to do as an intro, um, it's part of my ongoing private mentorship too. So if you're interested in learning more about, you know, really integrating and implementing this as a way of doing business and doing life, then make sure that you click on that application to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I take a handful of clients, five private clients per quarter. Um, for weekly sessions. And then I could take up to 10 um, on a on a different level, not every week, but still having private access to me. So if you're interested in learning more, make sure that you click on that link to learn more about how you can work with me. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in, for listening. As always, I just love to show up here, share my stories. Everything that I'm sharing is honestly from the heart, from my own life experiences. And the more that God blesses me, blesses my business, open my eyes. Like the more awesome places I go, the more I want to bring people with me. I'm an adventurer at heart. So this is just one more way that I can bring you into the great adventure, right? It's like no different than me taking you into the jungle. If this is another realm, this is another place where you can live, where you can play, where you can explore. Nothing brings me greater joy than bringing people into the space where their eyes are open to a whole new way of doing things. And they're like, what? This is awesome. Like, it's like taking a kid to Disney World, you know, <laughs> amazing. So thank you again for being here. Um, here's to like 400% increases or more all the way around. Like how much more is possible when we get out of the way? Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. 
Until next time, warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.